morning everybody it's dr rick dropping in on you hope everybody is off to a great start uh for this week uh, i know that everybody uh is probably pushing it's uh the holiday season uh, a lot of you celebrate all of the holidays for the season uh we're moving into that this is supposed to be the season of giving uh, we're also preparing to walk out of another year into a new year uh, time is constantly moving and so I want to encourage you no matter what you're doing no matter where you're at no matter what you're going through I want to encourage you to stay focused stay committed know where you're headed so that you can calibrate your movement because life is going to consistently push against you that's going to be a constant push and pull of opposition that's the con that's the tension within the continuum that you're traveling that's simply a part of life make sure that you are focused make sure that you have your mind set on what you want and make sure that you're consistently working toward it what i'm telling you is it pays off now before i get started on uh, what i want to talk to you about this morning uh look I'm excited. I've been telling you about uh, this new program that I've been working on for three years. It is a part of a new launch uh, that we are kicking off in November. That's a part of the Visionetics Institute, which is a subsidiary of Rick Wallace Enterprises. I am so excited about the work that I've done with people over the uh, last uh, what, two decades, but definitely in the last 12 years. Uh, where we've evolved to where we are now at the Visionetics Institute in helping people achieve the highest level possible in what they're doing in their life. Uh, it has been a challenging but rewarding time. But about three years ago, people came to me and they were like, hey, look, I would really love to work with you, uh, but I can't commit to 12 weeks or I would really love to work with you, but I can't afford 12 weeks. Can we uh, is there a package that you have a condensed? And there were people I worked with with specific issues that I made exceptions with and we worked together. But there was no set package because my program is built on being able to work with a person for at least 12 weeks. It's being it's being able to set out and create a program specific to their needs and their desires. And it normally is a minimum of 12 weeks. I prefer a year. And so I'm like, what can I do with a person? in less than two in less than 12 weeks and so i decided i was going to work on it and i came up with a system i designed a system that will work and initially when i announced it last week uh the name of the program was savage in six weeks we've reduced it now to just simply savage in six the savage in six program is about six weeks of intense engagement where we identify what it is you want where you're at now where you have to go what it is you need to do and get you moving in that direction so you're headed towards success. I'm excited about it. Uh, if you want to learn more about Savage in Six Weeks, uh, the link is in the description box towards the bottom. Definitely looking forward to working with some people and putting this uh, play in motion. Like I said, it's a part of a much larger launch and um, in, a, in, a, in a not so much of a different direction, but definitely taking the company to greater heights 
and uh, to expand the reach of what we do at the Visionetics Institute. And this is just a part of it, but it's the part I'm, I'm extremely excited because people have been asking for a long time. Now it's here. Uh, uh, for those of you that don't want to do the 12 to 52 weeks uh, programs, here's one right now, six weeks, and you're on your way. Uh, it's not a, a replacement or substitute for the more intensive comprehensive programs that are longer, but this program will definitely get you off your seat, definitely get you out of your rut, definitely get you from that place of stagnancy. It will definitely get you aimed and focused. Uh, and so if you're interested in that, go ahead. Look, here we go. I talk to a lot of people doing what I do on a daily basis. Not all of them are clients. Some of the people just, I just come in contact with. Some are people that uh, strike up conversations with me. Others are people who know what I do and sort of kind of come at me and ask me questions. And one of the things that I have been able to determine is that most people want something better out of their lives. I rarely come into contact with someone who's sitting up saying, man, I am good right here being mediocre. I'm good right here being average. I'm good right here just struggling to get by. I'm good right here eating hand to mouth, living hand to mouth. I'm good. Nobody's saying that. Everybody knows it's something better out there. And for a lot of people, they need it to be better. Because where they're at simply isn't working for them. They know it's something better. Here's the problem. Most people have an inordinate amount of fear. Uh, and it's for a number of different reasons. And I help people deal with fear. I help people come from behind fear to see what's out there and to move and to find out that while it is challenging, while there are going to be things that you have to overcome, that fear you have it doesn't lead to this destructive place that you think it does. You've got to be willing to go out and make moves and take chances and put yourself out there. Yes, you're going to get knocked down. And that's what this is about. Yes, you will get knocked down in life. Yes, it, this is right here. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be hard. Uh, okay. Yes, getting your finances in order. If you have always... Uh, been in a situation where you struggle with your finances. That's not simply not being able to earn enough money. That's having uh, the wrong mindset towards money. That's having a bunch of other things. And that has to be worked on. And yes, it's going to be challenging. You can even say hard if that's the word you want to use. If you have struggled in your relationships, in your marriage, in your parenting, in, in your friendships, and you, you, you see that you want something better, you want something more powerful, you want something more explosive, and productive in the way of relationships. It's going to be hard because it's going to take some change in direction, some change in thinking, some change in approach, uh, approaches and patience. Uh, if you want to start a business, it's definitely going to be hard. Okay, so we've established that moving your life to a higher level is going to be hard. Okay, now let me tell you something else. Trying to find out every month how you're going to pay your bills is hard. Trying to sit up and be in a relationship where every day you're fighting, you're arguing, you're going out after each other is hard. Trying to sit up and work for someone that you absolutely hate is hard. Let me explain something to you real simple. If you didn't get it, anything you do in this life, you're going to find that you're going to be in a place of hard. Now, the question is, 
what hard do you want to choose? Do you want to choose the heart where you have no control? Do you want to choose the heart where you're just simply moving along and getting along? Do you want to choose the heart where everybody else is in control of how you move, where you go and what you do? Will you want, or do you want to go for the heart where you start to live in, in, in a place of autonomy? Do you want to go for the heart where you get to start making some decisions and some choices and enjoying life? It's about going and doing something. You're not going to avoid the hard. You're not going to avoid the different. You're going to get knocked down in life, whether you go out there and make something happen or something makes you. It's going to happen. Here's the thing. Life isn't about whether you get knocked down or not. You can try to avoid it all you want to, but you're going to end up knocked down. The problem is if you don't start moving on life and my life starts to move on you, when you get knocked down, it's going to be real hard to get up. See, if you start moving on life, if you start making some decisions, if you decide that, hey, this is what I'm going to do with my life and you 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 map out a plan and you stand up and you go for it. I can tell you from personal experience, you're going to get knocked down. You're going to experience some delays. You're going to experience some setbacks. You're going to have some frustrations. You're going to love them and go, man, I didn't expect it to take this long. That's when you've got to hunker down. You've got to keep going. But what I can tell you is when you get knocked down, you will have the fortitude to get up. You will have the wherewithal to get up. You will have the energy to get up. You will have the power to get up. You will have the force to get up. Why? Because you understand your why. You know where you're going and you are in the driver's seat of your destiny. No one is controlling it. You're getting up. You can't control the external forces in your life. Some things are going to happen completely out of your control. That's not where your focus needs to be. What does your focus need to be? Your focus needs to be on everything you have that you can control. What can you be doing? What should you be doing? Those are the things that you should be focused on. And that's where you find your power, not being anxious about things you have no control over, not worrying about what other people are doing. What you should be focused on is the very thing that's going to change your life. Step up create a plan, work the plan. I can tell you from experience once again, that as you work the plan, there are going to be many days that it doesn't look like you thought it was going to look. There are going to be many days where it doesn't seem to be materializing. What you got to understand is that every vision, every dream, every 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 desire has a gestation period. What is a gestation period? Well, if you think about it in the way you think about seeds, we talk about planting seeds a lot. We talk about reaping harvests. We talk about sowing and, and harvest and reaping. Well, let me tell you something. When you sow something, something. There's a gestation period. There's a period in which the seed you plant remains in darkness. Nobody knows it's there, but underneath the surface of the sand, you can see the sand or the, not the sand, the soil. You can see the soil as being adversity. It's covered in darkness. You can't see it and it can't peer out. But what's happening is it's pulling on the nutrients of the pressure. It's pulling on the nutrients within the soil. It is literally uh, preparing itself to explode. Don't quit on your vision because it's in the gestation period. Don't quit on your dream because it's in the gestation period. Don't stop working because you can't see it. All things start out when planted in an unseen position. You got to trust that what you've planted and what you're watering and what you're cultivating is manifesting underneath the surface of adversity. And when the time is right, it will emerge out of the darkness into the light and present itself as a mass manifested reality. But you've got to trust that what you're doing is what is going to pay off. Too many people quit. before the dream. They quit before the breakthrough. They they back down and, 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 and cower. 
Some of you are afraid of getting hit by life. Let me tell you, life is going to hit you. What you've got to know is you're going to have to learn how to hit back. You're going to have to learn how to take a punch and you're going to have to learn how to throw a punch. I'm not talking about physical fighting. I'm talking about spiritual warfare. I'm talking about knowing when you need to stand up and gird yourself, knowing when you need to stand up and hold your position, knowing when you need to press forward, even though you don't feel like it. It's not about what you feel like. It's about what you're committed to. Man, I I, I love the, the 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 process and uh i loved discovering the process of how a lump of coal becomes a diamond it's under immense pressure it's under this immense pressure where it's being pressed together and squeezed together and squeezed together and 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 this same type of pressure is known to bust metal pipes and and cause uh, machinery to explode and every, that same pressure though is pressing down on the coal and it's pressing down and, and the coal in its original form is uh, breakable and pliable and, and 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 it can be destroyed but as the pressure presses down on it it becomes something different because was able to withstand the pressure, it now becomes a diamond. And once the coal is converted to a diamond, it can no longer be broken. It withstood the pressure. You got to learn how to withstand the pressures that are coming at you long enough to be forged into something that's unbreakable. That your focus is unbreakable, that your stance is unbreakable, that your vision is unbreakable, that the path you're taking and the position you're taking is unshakable. You've got to allow the things that you are running from to shape you. It's not meant to destroy you. It's meant to make you stronger. It's meant to make you more powerful. It's meant to give you greater focus and greater intensity and greater capacity. But you've got to be willing to withstand it. You've got to be willing to go through it. you got to be willing to stand up and move through it. you got to be committed. Some of you right now are going through the most difficult time in your life. Some of you may not be in the most difficult time, but you're in a very trying time. And you don't see an end to what you're facing. Stop waiting on the light at the end of the tunnel. Did you know you have the power within you to stamp an expiration date on your problem? You have the ability to declare that this is the day that the change begins. You have within your power the ability to say, I am coming out of poverty. I'm coming out of dysfunctional relationships. I'm coming out of misery in the workplace. I'm coming out of an unpurposed life and, and an un 
a, 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 a life that I don't have an idea of where I'm at, where I'm going, where I'm going to end. But I tell you, I'm coming out. I'm, I'm stamping an expiration date on my problems, on my struggles, on my heartaches. I tell people all the time, pain is inevitable, but suffering is a choice. Suffering is when you refuse to give your pain an expiration date, when you refuse to give your hardships an expiration date, when you are just becoming identified with your struggles to the point that they define who you are and what you are going to become. You need to give your problems an expiration date. And when you do that, you need to reach up on the shelf and take that dream that you had shelved off the shelf, dust it off and center it on the mantle. Sit down and write out a plan. Sit down and, 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 and write out your vision. Set some goals with, with time stamps on them. Come up with a, and devise a plan of how you're going to walk it out. And then start walking. Walk through the fear because God placed everything worth having on the other side of that fear. Walk through the pain because everything that's valuable and, and long-standing, God placed on the other side of pain. Walk through all of the things that have held you back and caused you to procrastinate. Set your mind on higher things and then celebrate your progress. I'm telling you that you're not stuck where you're at, but you're going to have to walk through it. You're going to have to be bold enough to stand up and push through it. That's my challenge to you today. Walk it out. Put an expiration date on those problems, on those hardships, on those worries. Declare today is a new day. Hold your head up. Speak the words of positive. Uh, of a positive nature. Speak power. Speak breakthrough. Speak abundance into your life. I challenge you to do that. You've heard me say it uh, countless times. I live my life on full. There's no doubt in my mind that when I leave this place, I will die on E and I will leave a legacy that will speak of me because I refuse to quit. Not because I was better than anyone. I just wouldn't quit. Not because I had a silver spoon in my mouth. I just wouldn't quit. Not because I had all the answers. I just wouldn't quit. I've been to the mountaintop of what people call success. I no longer define that as success. I, I define it as the capacity to accumulate things. I now judge my success on impact. Not that I don't desire to build wealth, but having it in and of itself isn't success to me anymore. It's a part of my process, but I look at where I've come from to where I'm at. And the journey alone tells me 
that I've moved, I've made progress. And in that progress is success itself. I'm challenging you, challenging you, live up to the level of your design. Start to walk in it, start to live in it. On that note, I'm going to get out of here. As I said at the beginning of this, I'm excited about what we're doing with the Savage and Six. The Savage and Six is six weeks of intense uh, engagement and preparation for you to literally look at how you're thinking, look at how you are moving and operating in the world and to determine where you want to be and what you want to do. The thing is, um, and I talked about this yesterday, and I, I, I really want people to get this. You know, uh, the Bible is by far one of the most read, if not the most read books in the world. It's read by those who believe and those who do not. It is studied for all different types of reasons. But um, one of the things that I noticed in the many uh, times I've tra traversed through the scriptures is the constant command to guard your heart and mind. And when you study uh, and break down and use certain hermeneutic principles to extract true meaning from what's being said, you start, especially with someone with a background in psychology like myself, you start to see heart and mind a little differently. Uh, heart in the, in the Hebrew is lab and in the Greek is cardia. And uh, mind is normally... Uh, uh, new in the Greek or noose in the Greek, N-O-U-S. And the mind is the conscious. It's the part that's aware. The heart is the deepest recess of the soul and it's the subconscious. If we were to talk about it in psychological terms, uh, it was uh, Christ that said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. It was Paul that says we were not according to the flesh and said that the Weapons of our warfare are spiritual and mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting what? Down arguments. What are those? Those are the thoughts and ideas and suppositions of uh, that are coming from external forces that are moving against your belief, your faith, and the things that you have established and declared in, in, in your life. It says cast them down. It says put away. When you hear old heads from the church talk about, I rebuke it, they're casting it down. They're saying, you're not even allowed to speak it in my presence. You're not allowed to suggest it in my presence. You are not allowed. The people that have been around me a long time will tell you, one of the quickest ways to get dismissed from my circle is to tell me or someone in my circle to be more realistic. Because what you just told me is the thing that I'm believing for is not possible. That's not for you to state. I've declared it. I've set my faith on it. I've set my intentions on it. I've set my anticipation for it. I've set my expectations. And what I've learned is God has a tendency to meet me where uh, meet me at my expectations. Matter of fact, that's what faith is. God meeting you at the level of your expectations, never above it. That's why a lot of people keep moving at the same place. You can't raise your expectations. You refuse to raise your standards. But then Paul goes on. He doesn't stop with just casting out. He says, what? Bring every thought into captivity. See, sometimes we become so religious that we don't really take the practical principles of what was being taught. Bring every thought. What does it mean? Stop allowing your mind to wonder. Stop allowing your mind to move over and uh, take on all. What you'll find out is if you let your mind go, your mind is so powerful that it will have you in places and uh uh, 
sitting up, analyzing and looking at possible scenarios that may never, ever happen. But now they're, they're governing your movement. You've got to be precise in your thinking. You've got to know exactly what you got to have a control. You got to arrest your thoughts and hold them captive so that you control what's going on in your mind. And, and, and as Christ said, out of the abundance of the heart, out of the abundance of the subconscious, out of the abundance of the deepest recesses of your soul, the things that you don't even think about, but just constantly govern you, the mouth speaks. And we already know what the mouth speaks and declares starts a process of manifestation. What are you speaking in your life? And if you don't like what you're speaking, where is it coming from? What are the beliefs you're holding in your heart that's producing your negative self-talk? What are you holding in your heart that has you functioning at a low vibration to where you can't do anything but feel anger, envy, Jealousy, strife, worry. Why? Now you got to go. You got to search. It's time to reprogram the soul. The center of the, it's time to reprogram the heart. It's time for you to start filling it with things that produce the desired result. I am reading and studying something that I'm not going to reveal now because I really want to just truly immerse myself in it. But there's this thing that that's said in this book I'm reading. And it's, and, and it's crazy because the way the book is written is written as if there's a conversation going on between one person and the devil. And the devil says, the greatest failure of man, and I'm paraphrasing, is to not take the advantage given by God to use their mind. And when I think about it, we have the mind of God in more ways than you can ever imagine, and we fail to use it. We constantly find ourselves drifting off in the spaces that create problems because we're not arresting our thinking. We're not controlling our thoughts. And when you don't control your thoughts, you don't control your speech. When you don't control your speech, you don't control your outcome and your behavior. And then you create this cycle of frustration. And what I can tell you is, and this is probably going to frustrate some of my, 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 believe, my Christian believers, but you can't in isolation, pray yourself out of a process that you are creating through your own thinking without first changing the thinking. Because the thinking will literally govern what you're willing to receive. It's a bunch of you that God has already given the answer for, but it's not coming in the way you think it should come because your thinking is off. And so you are resisting it. There are some things that you should be doing right now, but you're not doing it because your thinking won't allow you to receive what you need to receive in order to elevate your thinking in, in your reality. 
You actually have gotten this idea because religion will make you think it if you don't get into the word and study the word and understand. Religion will make you think all I got to do is pray. God is not a genie. The first thing you got to understand is you can't create situations in your thinking and your behavior, then turn around and say, God, remove it. And then it's gone. It doesn't work that way. That's not, I tell people all the time, one of the reasons you're so frustrated, I tell people, one of the reasons you're so frustrated is you're sitting down and you're praying for God to remove you from the giants that he sent you to slay. That prayer will never be answered in the positive because God is not going to deliver you from the giants he sent you to slay. He sent you over here. You're either going to do it or you're going to sit there and you're going to go through what you're going through, but you're not going to get delivered from it because you were sent here to do it. A bunch of you don't want to walk through the journey. A bunch of you don't want to take Canaan. A bunch of you don't want to go out there and do what you were sent to do. Because it comes with work. You're going to get bruised up. You're going to get banged up. You're going to get scarred up. But that's the price of taking possession of the promise. I didn't even mean to go into this part of it, but I I, I just felt the need. A bunch of you got the promise in front of you, but you don't want to take possession of it because you're afraid of the process. Problem is process always precedes promise. You are not going to get the promise without first enduring the process. Oh, so you make up in your mind what it is you're going to do. But I'm telling you, there's something magnificent out there because God didn't design not one of you for mediocrity. To be average, to just lay around. Circumstances, they come. I'm going to say this and then I'm done. Circumstances, they come. People are born into some bad circumstances. Some people were born into horrible families, horrible situations. Some people were born in extreme poverty. Some people were born in dysfunctional, abusive families. Some people were born to alcoholic or addictive parents. Some people were born into abundance of all those different things. But what I can tell you is there's something on the inside of you that at a time and a place that will be an opportunity for you to break away from it to grow out of it, to come out of the gang lifestyle, to come out of the criminal mindedness, to come out of the dysfunction, to come out of the sexual promiscuity, to come out of all of the things that have negative impact on you. And for the people who aren't Christians, I'm talking in the spiritual reality that God created that functions no matter where you're at and what you believe and how you believe it. I'm telling you that anything that is negative it, it proves itself negative in the results that you produce. You can try it and you can buy into it and you keep getting the same results. And you keep wondering why, because you're not going to you're not going to uh, what's the word I want. You're not going to transcend the laws of God or the laws of how this entire world operates. The universe operates. God said it and it works unbelievable. And you can break it down however you want to. You can treat it real cliche-ish and religious. You can create it real practical. You can create it real esoteric and it all still works the same. You can call it karma or you can call it sowing and reaping. You can call it whatever you want to, but it keeps working the same. Millennium after millennium after millennium. So here's the thing. You're not going to stop it. So what are you going to do? You're going to have to sit up and you're going to have to come out of the way you think. And you're going to have to move into a new way of thought that changes your direction. You can't pray your way out of your destiny. Uh, or no, let, me, let me change that. You can't pray your way out of your calling. Your destiny will ups, ultimately be the destination you choose. 
but your calling will all be the same. You can't disqualify yourself because you were never qualified in the first place. You were assigned. Thereby then qualified. And if you want to use a religious term, anointed, qualified and empowered. But you were first given this assignment before anyone knew you existed. It's been waiting on you. And until you move in it, you will never truly experience power. And everything you try will be frustrating because there's a purpose for you. And most people aren't walking in their purpose. So I'm challenging you to stand up and move in your purpose. Stand up and walk in it. You have something that the world needs and it's in such great demand that who you are to this world is invaluable. And if you're invaluable, then you're in the midst of abundance. There's no such thing as lack. We created lack because we didn't understand the assignment. There's no such thing as lack in anything. God designed this world to be a world of abundance. But when you pursue things with the wrong mindset, it becomes frustrating. And when it doesn't come like you want to, you assume it's not there or you assume it's not enough. That's why you got people fighting over stuff right now. Because you think if he got it, then I got to get it from him. No, you just got to apply yourself. Be where you're supposed to be. Do what you're supposed to do. Touch the lives of people. All the rest will take care of itself. Be prepared to deal with some setbacks and some disappointments. I told you many eons ago, this wasn't about a life of ease. This is about a life of execution. So that's what I'm going to leave you with today. I hope that someone was touched. I hope that someone was inspired. I hope that it makes a difference. That's why I'm here in this world. I'm here in this world to help people change their lives, to help people walk in their purpose, to help people live life at the level of their design. To me, that's the greatest failure, to live this life and have failed the designer because I never executed life at the level of my design. On that note, I'm out of here. You guys have an unbelievable day, by the way.